Hello, this is Heidi, and I'm excited to talk to you today because I want to share with you my TEDx talk. I was chosen to be one of six TEDx speakers at an event on Thursday, March 23rd of 2023. So this is basically my practice for my TEDx talk, and it's actually coming up in a week. But by the time you hear this, it will have already passed. And I refer to a couple of photos that um, during the TED Talk, I would have displayed on the big screen. You will not be able to see those photos in this talk, but just know that that does help with a little visual. And I understand I'm referring to stuff that you can't see. So here it is. This is my TEDx talk. Picture this. It is November 25th, one month until Christmas, and it's Thanksgiving break. It's a Saturday night, and I am 16 years old, and I'm actually home, and I'm hanging out with my four little brothers and my mom. My brothers range in age from 15 to 7, and we are actually sitting watching cops on TV, when suddenly there's a knock at our front door, and it's two policemen, and they come in and sit us down and simply say, your father has taken his own life. Our dad is dead. He's gone. We just held each other and cried. This was the last family photo that we had, all because my dad thought that we would all be better off without him. And that is just stinking thinking and it must stop. Several times throughout my own life, I have also contemplated thoughts of suicide I would entertain thoughts of, you're not worth it, and nobody would notice if you're gone, and no one should have to look at your ugly face anymore. And that is just more stinking thinking that must stop. And I'll admit to some more stinking thinking that I had in my younger years, and that was the I will be happy when thinking. I'll be happy when I get married. I'll be happy when I have kids. I'll be happy when I build the house, lose the weight, get the job. You get the idea? I was always chasing happiness in accomplishments and things, not able to catch it. I was miserable and I made everyone around me miserable. I was spending my days waiting to be happy and I was missing the daily experiences of my life. Circumstances can certainly play a part in our unhappiness, but the biggest part of our unhappiness is our thinking. Thinking is an essential skill, but it can sure get in our way sometimes. Studies have shown that we have thousands of thoughts a day, and not all of those are positive. We feel depressed when we ruminate about the past, and we feel anxiety when we're worrying about the future. But you can control anxiety when you learn to savor the moments you are in right now. And I'm going to admit to some more stinking thinking by telling you an experience that happened even more recently. I reached out to a famous actor to see if I could interview him. And he said, yes, I couldn't believe it. I was so excited. We even set the date. So the date of the online interview finally arrives. I'm at my computer, ready to go, can't wait. And I'm waiting about five minutes for him to log on. And then it's 10 minutes, 15, 
20 minutes I waited. He totally ghosted me. I shut down my computer and had a really great cry. And then I went to my grandkids' house. And I cried all the way there. And I had thoughts of, of course he wouldn't want to interview you. You are so lame. He doesn't have time for someone like you. Who do you think you are that you think that he would even care? Finally, no more tears were left. And I just decided, you know what? I should just quit and give up because nobody cares anyway. And then I saw that I had an email and it was from this actor. And the email read, hey, Heidi, I am so sorry. I got caught in a conference call that I can't get away from that I thought would be over by now. Can we please reschedule the interview for this afternoon? I was like, wait, what? He doesn't think I'm a lame loser? He still wants to do the interview? So we met several hours later and it was the most beautiful interview. We laughed and we cried and I felt so much love and acceptance from him. And I realized that my previous thoughts weren't even true. In fact, it was the complete opposite. By changing our thoughts, we can change our experiences. We can decide in advance the type of day we want it to be. We can decide in advance the quality of the experiences we want to have. And we can decide in advance what we're going to think. We feel worried and frustrated because of what we're thinking about. So think about snow. When I think about snow, I automatically feel overwhelmed and dread. I hate shoveling it. I don't like to be out in it. It is cold and slippery and can be dangerous. And I'll even call my adult children and say, don't come visit, it might snow. I really get freaked out about it. But I've learned that other people actually like the snow. It doesn't freak them out. They are excited when they see the snow falling and they can't wait to get out and play in it. So if snow created our feelings, we would all feel the same way but it's our thoughts that create our feelings. That's the meaning we give it. My thoughts are how I feel about it. That doesn't mean that has to be the only focus in my mind. I can take precautions and I can be home and safe and know that everything's fine, but my brain wants me to worry. It thinks it's being helpful. But the fearful thought about the snow is actually true We can slide off the road, we can get hurt, it can be dangerous, yes, that's true. But it doesn't mean that focusing on it is useful and necessary. Sure, I can take some precautions to be safe. But it's interesting because the truth is, we could actually get hurt in a sunny, dry road day too. Because my worst car accident was on a beautiful sunny day. But I don't get freaked out when it's good weather. So yes, it's good to be aware and understand that our brain is just trying to protect us, but most of the time our thinking is way overactive and not even helpful. You feel worried when you're thinking too much about what you're thinking about. You are the creator of your feelings because of your thoughts. Imagine there is a path in the forest that is well-worn. And it can be compared to our brain's well-worn thinking patterns. 
neuroplasticity is the brain's ability to rewire itself, and that can be changed throughout our life as we learn to strengthen new neural pathways through elevated thinking. It's like blazing a new path in the forest, because your focus determines your reality. We can abandon that old, familiar, well-worn, negative trail and have the courage to blaze a new one in unfamiliar territory. And eventually, that well-worn path will just be overgrown and not even used. And that new, well-worn, positive path will now become the familiar path of thinking. So the next time you approach that old, familiar, but not helpful, well-worn path of thinking, then take a moment and stop. Stop those negative beliefs. I'm going to break this down for you. The word stop, I'm going to divide it out. S-T-O-P. So let's start with the letter S. S. C. Step back and see another point of view. You will see that it's good. Simply recognizing that a problem exists is a good first step towards solving it. Because what's wrong is always available to us, but so is what's right. Finding what's right is also always available to us. Here is a picture that a friend posted on social media, and you will see that it is well-staged, a beautiful photo, something I would love to be able to achieve with the flowers in the background and the beautiful fresh-baked cinnamon rolls on the counter. But what I love about this picture is the second picture she posted. It's absolute chaos of the mess of the kitchen, and that is the reality. But if you look closely, you can see exactly where she stood to take the first, basically well-staged photo. She stood in a different perspective, a different spot. It's the exact same picture. She just stood someplace different to take it. So we need to remember to step back, change our focus, and see another point of view. The T in the word stop stands for true. Is my thought even true? How does thinking this thought affect me? Would I say this thought to my best friend? Or could I think a more neutral thought by saying, okay, that's interesting, instead of labeling it as good or bad? I was at lunch with a friend and she didn't eat all of the food on her plate. And if the chef would have come out and have seen her plate full of food, he could have thought the food is bad, she doesn't like it, he's a bad chef, any of those things. But that's not the truth. She was just full. So we have to question those thoughts we have if they are true or not before we keep playing them over in our mind. And we can find new, believable ways to think our thoughts to create more peace, compassion, and feel better. I believe to choose that there's something positive. But our default brain wants us to think about what's wrong and scary and dangerous. Okay, so what if that's true? It still doesn't mean that worrying about it is going to be helpful. It's just going to be stressful. So who do you want to be now? The next letter in our stop is O. O is for opposite. We have limiting beliefs. 
but is there an opposite we could think or feel? So take a moment and write down your negative thoughts and then write down the opposite, positive thought. So if my negative thought is, I am ugly, then I can look up what the opposite of ugly is and I will find that it means beautiful, pleasant, and calm. And then I can see if any of those definitions resonate with me and something I can think instead. We tend to focus on the negative that we completely miss the positive. We label things as good and bad. And we compare. We compare our weaknesses with other strengths. That is some negative thinking. But there's always an opposite. A janitor was asked what he does for a living. And one janitor said, I just clean up messes all day long. And another janitor said, I make a safe environment for everyone. There was a shoe salesman that was sent to Africa. And he just throws up his hands and says, they don't wear any shoes here. Another shoe salesman was sent to Africa and he was excited saying, they don't wear any shoes here. It's all about our mindset. In fact, just for a moment, think the worst. What's the worst thing that could happen? And then accept that and try to improve from the worst case to make it better than that. And the last of our stop is the letter P. And P stands for proof. Where is the proof that your thought is true? What evidence would a lawyer pull out of his briefcase in a court of law to prove your thought? Consider all the evidence to see if it is 100% accurate And then ask yourself, is there something I know about myself that can tell me that this thought isn't true? Really analyze that thought for the proof. And I'll give you a hint. It's not because one person said it. You don't have to believe things the same way that other people believe them. Use your imagination and think in a different way. Find the proof that experiences are happening for you and not to you. Find the proof that you get to have these experiences, not that you have to have them. And then you can tell yourself, of all the thoughts available to me, there are so many other things that I could be thinking right now. A lot of our stinking thinking comes from thinking about what we should do. We think, oh, I should eat my vegetables. I should exercise more. I should make more money. I should be happy. And now that you have should all over yourself, ask yourself, is there something else I could think or feel in this moment? Because focusing on your past does not make a better life for you. You can choose thoughts of hope and peace. You have permission to not worry about the past. Take a moment and put your hand on your heart and take a deep breath and know that no one can take away your ability to think what you want. I can tell you after living the last 33 years without my dad that I really needed him. He missed a lot. He missed my four younger brothers and I totally growing up and all of the things we've accomplished throughout our life. And he missed it all because he thought we would all be better off without him. And that is stinking thinking. So please stop your negative thoughts. 
and just hold on for one more day. Hold on for one more hour or even just for the next five minutes because you are strong and the world needs you. Thank you.